Okay. Hi, everybody. We're so excited to be here. We are here talking about the Golden Globes nominations and the prom two-time nominee. It's very exciting. <laughs> and, uh, and I am joined by Austin Burke is here. Hey, what's going on, Rachel? Nice to be live on your channel. Nice to talk some Golden Globes. And what what just happened? I mean, that was not only the, the nominations themselves, but they just kind of flew through everything. And I'm trying to do a reaction yeah. video going, slow. okay, come on, but we'll talk about it. I'm sure. I know <laughs> it made me video. laugh because <laughs> we just did the Hallmarkies podcast awards, and I'm just feeling really good about our production values <laughs> over at Hallmarkies podcast. This looks significantly better than that entire thing. I can tell For you that sure. right now. <laughs> I mean, they—they they just had. It was basically <laughs> the quality of the Golden Globes. You're not wrong. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> it was really funny, and I mean, it, it never ceases to amaze me because I saw over 300 movies in 2020, and yet there's mm -hmm. just still always ones that I not only have I never seen, I never heard of some of these movies. I'm like, what? Yeah. What's the Martian yeah. or however you say it? I have no idea. I never yeah. heard of it. That one I got a screener for. Um, the one that I I had never, well, I, I can't even remember the name of the movie now. Like legitimately <laughs> can't remember. Wait, hang on. Let me look it up. I, I had never. So I got a screener for the Mauritanian. I, I think that's how you okay. pronounce it. And I was confident that at least the Golden Globes would show it some love because it's so random that it just mm -hmm. figures to be that kind of yeah. movie. Uh, but the one that I'm curious about is okay. So I I, I have the name music. Yeah, we'll talk about says it. It. music. Yeah. yeah, what on earth? We'll talk what, is about what is no Rachel? Look look. What is that? I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> I, yeah, I've heard of it, but only bad things. So we'll okay we'll okay that in a second. Okay. So all right. Well, and you'll be much help with the television. Uh, picks because I don't watch that much television. So, okay. all right, let's do this. Let's and we have the chat room open, so we appreciate your comments coming in. So the we'll start out best picture drama, mm. and we have the father, which I've heard really good things about. I have not seen. Phenomenal, so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he has Alzheimer's, right? Yeah, and it's uh, it, it almost puts you in the shoes of Hopkins' character, which mm -hmm. I've never seen before. It is mm -hmm. it is bafflingly well made, and it keeps moving up my my twenty twenty list. It's great, it's great. I gotta see it. Is it on, gonna be on Netflix? No, I, I I'm not one hundred percent on the release date. I think they're doing the simultaneous VOD theatrical oh, release okay. though. So, so I it's think it's streaming. this month. Yeah, yeah, I think it's this month. Okay. Uh, well, then we have Mank. And this was to Netflix, um, forced David Fincher. What did you think about Mink? I, I, I liked, I, I loved the technical aspects. I didn't resonate with the story as much. I think it is an, an extremely well-made, competently made movie. It's not mm -hmm. one of Fincher's best though. It's not one of my top five of the year. Yeah. No. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I <did> fine. <laughs> but, like, I just thought that, then Mank was the least interesting character in almost every scene. Mm, yeah, I can see that. I would rather have like been found out more about Amanda Seyfried's character or about mm -hmm. 
literally almost anybody else. I, I probably got to in college. I wrote an essay and I spent like three weeks writing an essay about Citizen Kane. Uh -huh. So all of the Easter eggs I was picking up on. Mm -hmm. Right. So that probably enhanced my experience. But in terms of Gary Oldman's portrayal as Mank, he's not the most likable character. So I think that was an issue there. Yeah. Well, and it's just uh, the thing that's hard about portraying alcoholics in movies yeah. is that their their personality, their attributes is, is very repetitive. They do the same thing all the time. And, and, uh, and so making that interesting is actually, I think, pretty hard. And... Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, they can be pretty selfish and manipulative to, in order to yeah. feed their addiction. And uh, so that can be hard, make, make it hard to like the character as well. Okay. And I don't know. I just, I was just always thinking, oh, I wish this movie was about that person or that person or that person. <laughs> yeah. But, Amanda's character, she was phenomenal. I, I think her nomination is well-deserved. I, I uh -huh. love her. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have nominated Gary Oldman for it, but it's a showy, mm, okay. showy role. So I get it. it. I get it. Yeah. But all right. So then we have Nomadland and I, I liked this movie. I'm not, I guess not as high up on it as, as I think you are, or as a lot of people, mm. I, I certainly gave it fresh, but it's not in my favorites of the year personally. Uh, the thing I think would have made it a little bit better for me is I feel like, I don't know. I feel like as a single woman, there's some things about her safety and her life that kind of like, I'd like, I, I, I left asking some questions about okay. her okay. and, and I can make me wonder if this was a little bit polished yeah, in its okay. portrayal of yeah. what this lifestyle would really be like. Maybe I'm totally wrong there, yeah. but uh, I, I don't know there was a few things I had questions about with her, but it was still beautiful and a great performance for sure. Yeah. The, the, those thoughts never necessarily crossed my mind. That's an interesting point. I, I was just, I'm so obsessed with, I think Chloe Zhao as a filmmaker at this point, I just mm -hmm. love her style. I love her look. Um, the fact that she's doing Eternals. I mean, I'm salivating for Marvel's Eternals now that I know she's behind the camera and you know, it, it really is one of those films. I was impressed with the fact that she got actual nomads to give performances like they did. Yeah. Phenomenal. I mean, that, I can't remember her name, but that performance, um, and you probably know which character I'm talking about, genuinely made me emotional. And that's very uh, impressive for a non-actor, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. And I really uh, thought the movie had a lot of empathy for its characters. Absolutely. That you felt that she really, the director really loved these characters. And I think that goes a long way in making for a really uh, endearing film. I just yeah. basically said in my review, I said, it seems unlikely the single woman alone in a van would be so protected from predators mm -hmm. and bad men. But mm -hmm. never once in the film is that a problem. Maybe I'm too nervous as a single woman myself, mm -hmm. but there was no seedy side at all. No drugs, theft, or anything else unkempt. Yeah, that's a good point. It, it is. I, I don't think, I think Frances McDormand, not even her character in this movie, she just doesn't strike me as someone who fears anything. Yeah, but in terms fair. of putting her character in that situation, yeah, that's interesting that none of that was ever. I think it was Zhao's just, I know the movie is not all the way optimistic, obviously, but I think it was more her optimism for those people and the fact that they wouldn't. But with what you said, 
that's probably something that would happen. So yeah, it was interesting that they never uh, went in that direction. Yeah. And maybe it's just because, I, you know, I am a single woman and maybe, it, you know, sort of, I, maybe, I, maybe I fear for things that maybe I shouldn't even, uh, but, uh, but I would definitely be nervous if I was. No, myself. Yeah, I would too. I would yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right, next we have Promising Young Women, which I am surprised this didn't get counted as a musical comedy. Me? Yeah, me too. Right? I think like, I'm with you. I think I'm with you. I, I mean, love the movie, but. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a dark comedy, of course. Yeah. But I think it's more a comedy than it is a drama. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Well, it, it, you know, it's quirky. I could see, and we won't spoil anything, but I could see the way that it ends it not necessarily being the most comedic thing. But even then, it almost plays that situation. It's so unexpected that it's kind of comedic. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely kind of with you. That's a little bit of a surprise. I didn't even think of that, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, especially because it seems like they were really, really big in there for comedy. I mean, comedy. Yeah. So, uh, where there were plenty of dramas to pick from. So, I don't know. It seems strange to me. But what do you think of Promise Young Woman? I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I have not seen a movie like that. Like, maybe ever. It's just so unexpected. And a lot of people didn't love the finale of the film, understandably. Yeah. Uh, I did. I I just loved the way that it it turned out. I did, too, because I felt like we needed to see her get her revenge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That, that so to me it was satisfying that you know she was in the end smarter than everybody else. People are like, oh, it's a man hater movie, and I'm like, no, not really. It's like a we hate everyone. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> like yeah, she, completely. Like I said in my review that I felt like it was Black Christmas done right. Mm. Like a lot of the themes of Black Christmas with, you know, consent and, and talking about, you know, ca- sort of campus life and things like that, that, that it tried to comment in. But this was, it was done actually, I think, right. And there, yeah. there wasn't this idea. The thing with Black Christmas is that it, there, there was an idea that you had to behave like these characters or you were not a valid woman. You weren't a valid person and you were part of the problem. If you didn't behave like this, you know, kick butt women or whatever. Whereas in this, they're not saying that they're not telling you to act like Cassie. I think her name is like (laughs) at all. Like she's obviously an incredibly toxic human being who ends up paying a price for her behavior. Like there's no validation here. I'm I'm completely with you. And that kind of shocked me in some of the reviews. Well, more Twitter summaries that I've read yeah. is that mindset. And I'm like, no, 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 they don't want you to be. I mean, you know, I, I was watching this film when she attacks the vehicle at that point. I'm I'm like American psycho almost, just like rage and fury. But again, you know, even though they don't want you to be like this character, you still resonate with her because of the motivations behind her actions, even though the actions are completely ridiculous and far-fetched. So I like, I really loved how they approached it and we'll get into director. I'm sure, but to see Fennell get the nod for that, I think is really, really great because the yeah. direction was the highlight of the movie. So yeah. I, and again, I won't spoil the ending, but the ending, I just thought nailed it. Yeah. I don't think we, uh, Justin says no spoilers, girl. I don't think we spoiled it at all oh yeah 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 well we're good yeah, you'll, no worries you'll know. when you get there you'll be like 
right. Yeah. All we said is some people liked it. Some people didn't. And there you go. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, that was, yeah, kind of my thoughts. I just felt like, uh, that it was a really interesting, bold movie. And I don't think it's as much of a feminist agenda, uh, movie that some people might think from maybe the advertising or, or whatever. It's just, it's a revenge movie. Yeah. I noticed the IMDB score was extremely low before the movie came out. Right. (laughs) All right. Then we have the trial of the Chicago seven and you know, there's definitely some pushback on this movie. The weird thing for me is that I'm actually not as high on Aaron Sorkin as a lot of people. I don't just like him. I just don't think he's like the savior of writing. Like some people Mm. seem to think. Um, And, uh, and, but this is actually one I like more than a lot of his other stuff. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I thought that, uh, that it, his style of writing works best with an ensemble mm. and the fact they had all these people in the same room. And uh, cause sometimes I get frustrated with his characters. I don't feel like they are as uh, nuanced as I'd like them to be. Mm. And in this case, it kind of worked because it was all these crazy characters in this trial to me. Yeah. And so I'm weird, but, uh, but yeah, I thought it was really satisfying. I enjoyed it. I really did too I, I think this movie is so and a lot of it has to do with honestly the unexpected element not necessarily his writing his direction it's so upbeat and well paced and feels like one thing after another after another and you're just constantly wow mm-hmm. I, I have been engaged the entire time there's not one scene where I'm not engaged now yeah. I do understand the criticisms and I won't spoil it again but of the ending of the film it is very much a different tone than most of the rest of the movie it bothered me less on second watch. It still didn't completely do it for me, but I still love the movie yeah. because of the, the way that it balances tone and the pacing and all of those things. Yeah. To me, the ending felt almost uh, Capra-esque, like uh, <laughs> yeah. Stewart or somebody like that, you know, kind of, uh, and I like those movies. So I, I, I liked the ending. I thought it Stand was, up and clap. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of like crowd, crowd pleasers, like openly. I mean, obviously I watch, you know, 115 Hallmark movies a year. I like kind of cheesy, heartfelt kind of, th- that's my jam. And so yeah. I, I really liked the trial of Chicago 7. Yeah. I thought it was good. I'm glad that it got nominated. It wasn't in my top 10, but I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, all right. And uh, we got some comments on, on Sorkin's writing, a lot of fans. And I'm not, not a fan. I just, People <laughs> go so crazy. I think he's best at writing uh, for television, actually, in, mm. in my opinion, more than movies. I like yeah. the West Wing, I think is so great. And like when you can get that like ensemble feel, his kind of witty banter, I think works better uh, than uh, than in some of the, the movies that I'm just like, oh, I want more from that character. Mm. Okay. I understand That's that. I, I love thing. his, I love his writing, but I could see it, it is very not theatrical. That's not the word, but it sometimes it is over the top. Like I like that style, like in the social network, I think that works exquisitely, but for something like the trial mm-hmm. of Chicago seven, you're right. He is so well suited for that format of just a well-rounded uh, eight, nine plus people cast that each person gets that moment to shine. And yeah. I just thought it worked really well. Yeah. All right. Now we have the dubious category of musical comedy. 
<laughs> what on earth? Okay. So let's start out. Borat subsequent movie. I haven't seen either of the Borat movies. Not really. Okay. They're funny. Yeah. Uh, but what did you think of this sequel? Um, you know, I, I think not as funny as the original. I didn't like it as much as the original. I still enjoyed myself though. I thought it was, you know, funny as crazy as you could possibly imagine. Does it strike me as an awards caliber movie? Not necessarily, but when you have that category with a, a lack of comedies from last year, I could understand completely why it got in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish that some of these uh, animated movies would get would get considered for hmm. it, like, why not have soul is that counts as a musical in my book. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> right. Why was that? Yeah. Over Borat completely. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So then we have Hamilton. So I guess is, were you officially considering Hamilton as an Oscar contender for best picture? I, I, at this point, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I thought for the, the the entire time that we weren't, I didn't put it on my top ten movies of last year because it it just doesn't really strike me as a movie. But if I don't know, I don't know. I did finally. I wasn't going to. I literally filmed my best of movie uh, list three times because I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. No. Yeah. And so I finally put it in because I heard, "What the heck? Who cares? It's just my stupid list." Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I loved it. Of course I did. I mean, it's Hamilton. It's yeah. brilliant. Uh, but, uh, but I don't know. It just seems weird to me to have it as, uh, in this list to me. Yep. I agree. Um, Sarah Hamilton is not eligible for an Oscar. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't expect it to be. So the fact yeah. that it got this nomination was like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising to me. Um, well, also said if Borat was scripted, I wouldn't find it funny. It's the genuine and often eye-opening reactions that make it what it is. Yeah, I, no, I if, yeah, if it was scripted, there would be no. I don't think there would be any point to it. But you're exactly right. I mean, it is. You're basing this entire movie. And I sure, I'm sure they filmed so much more than they put in the film. But you're basing this off of the reactions of the individuals, and they got some really good ones in the sequel. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I've heard. All right. Well, next we have music, which is bonkers. Oh, because the only thing that I have heard, I have not seen it. So I have no, you know, no dog in this race. Um, but the the only thing I've heard about it was that people complaining that it's ableist because they have mm. non-autistic actors playing autistic characters oh, yeah. and I guess uh, oh. Sia said some not very PC things and got in Twitter wars with people about it and people are upset. Oh, and no. yeah. So <laughs> that's all I really know about it. I don't really know anything about the story or anything. I just oh, know no. that there was all kinds of hullabaloo about it a few weeks ago on Twitter. <laughs> this, this was my and I filmed my reaction video, my, my react, I was baffled because I've never, ever, I've gotten screeners, I've gotten CCA emails, I'm, I'm literally voting in the critics' choice. <laughs> this movie wasn't anywhere to be found. What yeah. it, I, I mean, I, I, now that you say that controversy, that makes sense, but I would have thought I would have heard the controversy. I don't know where I've been with this film. I, I can't speak upon it, obviously, but wow, what a so shocker. Wow. Directed by Sia, it's written by Sia. It has <laughs> Katie Holmes, 
and Leslie Odom Jr. evidently in it. And it's the the summary they have on the Golden Globes site says, "Zoo is a newly is Zoo is newly sober when she receives news that she is to become the sole guardian of her half sister named yeah. Music, a young girl on the autism spectrum." The film explores two of Sia's favorite themes, finding your voice and creating family. So well, that sounds a lot like the, um, what's it called? The Kate Hudson was in with um, Abigail Breslin, uh, the um, Raising oh, I, Helen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't actually watch that film, but I, I've heard a, a, a lot about it. But Kate Hudson yeah. being in this movie and that movie is kind of strange. <laughs> raising her, her nieces, I guess. Yeah. Wow. I, that's just so weird that it, 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 I've never seen a movie like that. And we've seen films come out of nowhere. This is not even out of nowhere. This is out of the depths of IMDb of things that I've just never even thought to come across. It was just so random. I, it shocked me entirely. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Well, next we have what will hopefully win this in my, I'm hopeful it'll win because I think it has a chance of maybe getting a nomination at the Oscars if it does win. Is uh, Palm Springs? Oh please, yes, <laughs> oh, oh, love it, <laughs> love it, Rachel. It's so good, it's so good. And I, it's, I mean, I guess Hamilton is my favorite of these, but I don't know. I just feel like Palm Springs should win. I hope so. I, yeah. My my body and my soul entirely hopes it wins. The, the movie, you know, in terms of a Best Picture nom or anything like that, it's tough. It's tough because normally comedies aren't considered. But when you look at what this movie was able to do, the pure entertainment value and the creativity with the concept, a concept that we've seen how many times, but they mix it with a, with a beautiful rom-com. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. Absolutely awesome movie. Yeah, it was really, I saw it at Sundance last year for the first time. And then, of course, it went over to Hulu. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a romantic comedy that actually fulfills in the comedy department. Most romantic comedies yeah. aren't really that funny. And some of them will be witty, I guess. But but that's actually funny, like legit funny. J.K. Simmons' character is hilarious in the movie. Uh, awesome. You'll laugh throughout at both, at all the characters and such chemistry. Oh. Oh, God, I love this movie. I've I've watched it, I think, four times now. And everyone I've recommended it to has loved it. My brother, my parents, my wife, everyone. It's so good. And just regarding that comment, I am also like Hamilton, I think, is maybe the best of everything that we saw last year. Hamilton's just phenomenal. Yeah. But when you look at the, the movies nominated, and maybe it's just me, I don't consider Hamilton a movie as much as I do all of the other nominees. And it's yeah. weird. Feel that and that takes nothing away from it. It's phenomenal. It's an experience in itself. But I'm rooting for Palm Springs. I really hope it yeah, takes home. Same me. Same me too. Yeah. Uh, and we have uh, Palm Springs was the film we all needed during some real bleak months. No Absolutely. question at Absolutely. all. And we all agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the prom. What on earth? Like I actually went fresh on the prom. It was just like mm, fresh, like we barely okay. It was yeah. so warm-hearted and had such yeah. obvious good intentions that to me that went over a lot of the flaws. 
of the film and I'm just like a musical junkie. I just love musicals, musical theater. Uh, So I enjoyed it, but it is nowhere in, it is not nomination caliber worthy. I mean, come on. I'll tell you what, What? I I almost, I, I think I expected this, Rachel. And here's why. They have been pushing so hard. I have gotten three boxes of stuff for the prom. Two different screeners, the same screener, but two different versions. They pushed very, very hard for this movie. And so the soundtrack I, I got. I, yeah. and, and the soundtrack, yes. Yeah, so I got, I believe I got one on vinyl for the prom. So it's like, oh my gosh. I, I see it getting in. I, I, I see that. But like you said, it is a flawed film. I gave it a fresh as well. I gave it around a 60%. But compared to some of these other, which one was um, another round? Obviously, it's it's foreign. But when you look at movies like, when you look at foreign it's films It's so in weird general, too. Like you would think, we didn't talk about this in the, uh, in the drama, but you would think it's the Hollywood foreign press. Why would they exclude foreign films from yeah, the rest of the year? What? Yeah, and I, and I would put, I mean, I guess another round which cuz it's dr- both dramatic and it's got comedic beats so i guess i don't know which one i would in another language if it's one of the best musical comedies or dramas well and they put How minari in foreign film. what on earth why i that's just to me it's 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 just baffling the way that they go about things but okay yeah there were some other movies i think should have gotten in i did expect the prom because it just felt like the movie that was going to get in i did not expect james corden but I did expect the prom getting in. No, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay, we. I guess we need to go faster because we've got uh, we've got a half hour here. Okay, so now we have best actress, motion picture. We have Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andre Day, United States versus Billie Holiday. I've heard nothing but bad things about this movie. Have you yeah, seen I, I am I still embargoed? I can't even remember if I'm still embargoed. I have seen it. I'll say this: I didn't love it. I did kind of expect it to show up maybe at the Golden Globes. It will not show up at the Oscars. I'll tell you that right now. I did maybe expect the Golden Golden Globes, but uh, getting in for this category, I did not expect at all, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand, Nomadland. Carrie Mulligan, Promise to Young Women. I think that this minus Andra will be the Oscars. For best I actor. do too. I, I thought Zendaya would get that fifth spot. Oh yeah. I did. Okay. And I don't know, I guess it's not technically out yet, but so is a lot of the other movies they're talking about. But yeah, I, I just, um, I thought for sure she would, that it's not that it makes me less hesitant or, uh, less enthusiastic about it getting in at the Oscars. Cause again, this doesn't really mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but it makes me a bit more fearful than I was. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, uh, is, is, is that, uh, Malcolm Murray, is that Netflix? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, maybe they let that one down. Maybe I don't know in there because their publicity. I haven't gotten any screeners or anything for it. I got one individual screener, but there's no nothing. It was just the yeah. DVD. So right. yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Um, so best actor, most Mr. Drama, Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rooney's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Gerilman, Mank, and then Tahar Romain for Mar, Mar... What did you say it was? Uh, Mauritanian. Mauritanian. I that, I had never heard of that movie before. Yeah. 
It's a little <laughs> shocking. I, it was very shocking that he got in, to be honest with you. I just, okay. <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> and I don't, I would not have nominated Gary Oldman personally. Mm. So but, who were, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, who were the others that didn't get in for that category? Mm. I'm, I'm glad Riz got on it, got in, by the way. I just, he's phenomenal. In some yeah. Um, like Tom Hanks. Yeah. You know, I, especially the Mauritanian, I, I definitely think there was a, uh, yeah, that's kind of confusing. Mickelson for me, uh, from another round. It's Mickelson. Oh yeah. What? Come on. Where, where is, ah. um, I guess they counted David Copperfield as a comedy. Yeah. 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 Um, Stephen Yoon and Minari. He's great. I would have loved that over the Martinian and even, uh, John David Washington for Malcolm and Marie. I think that could have mm -hmm. been a, uh, oh yeah, that that's the best. You, your comment just now, Delroy Lindo. That's the one for me from oh, yeah, no, Defy Blows was completely skunked out. Nothing. What happened? Well, I mean, no what, nomination they, at all. There has been no lack of push for this. They, they have pushed it and it didn't it win film of the year. Um, I can't remember which which uh, I can't remember which one it was, but one of these like you know best movie of of twenty twenty at one film of the year, and that's when I put it back on my Oscar consideration list uh, to be a heavy favorite for a nomination. But yeah. no, no defied bloods at all today. None. That was odd. Yeah, that was really surprising. All right, best actress musical comedy. We have Maria Bakalova in Borat, the subsequent movie. Yeah. Uh, Kate Hudson in music. Michelle Pfeiffer, French Exit, Rosamund Pike, I Care A Lot. I have never heard of that. What is that? I Care A Lot. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy and Emma. Yay! Yeah, I love that. That's great to <laughs> see. That would make me happy because I love that movie. I don't know. I don't think any of these will be nominated for Oscars. No, there's, they're saying that there's a shot, Maria, from Borat, but I don't see that. Honestly... <sighs> Honestly, uh, Emma. I mean, I think I think she could win for Emma. I really do. I mean, you know, it's I didn't. She was my sixth or seventh to get in, but now that she's in, and I'm looking at the other nominees, I'm like, oh, for okay. this. I thought you were saying for the Oscar. I'm like, no way. No, no, no. Yeah, no. For for the Golden Globe. Yeah, I could I could oh, see yeah. her winning this this award over all of the others here. I, I like that too. Yeah, that would make me happy. Yeah. All right, best actor, motion picture, musical comedy. We have Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat subsequent movie film, James Corden, The Prom, Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. And I love Lin. Who doesn't love? Everyone universally loves Lin-Manuel Miranda, right? Yeah. Of yeah. course. But he's not the best actor in that movie. He's not. No. Like, uh, what's, what's his name? Um, <laughs> what's what's the guy's name? Um, uh, I, can't, I can't remember his name. Uh, I, I, I thought he whatever his name is, would score the nomination over Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is great. Even David Diggs. David Diggs, uh, that's what I meant, not Ty Diggs. I'm, I'm not thinking Hilarious. of the other name. But both of them over Lin, and not that Lin was bad, but again, I, I just think he is outshined a bit I by some Leslie Odom Jr. is better. I mean, there's that's not, no yeah. question. Leslie Odom Jr., who is really present this award season, by the way. Leslie Odom Jr. is a beast of an actor. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, that was weird. And then Deb Patel, uh, for yeah. personal history of David Copperfield. I love Deb Patel so much. I Great. think 
I would be happy if he won this. Um, and then Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. So that was cool too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Best supporting actress. Uh, this is Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Boo. Yeah. Boo. I, I honestly, I, I kind of expected it, Rachel, but yeah. I just, Boo. Yeah. It was bad. I hated that movie. Okay. Uh, Olivia Coleman for The Father. I've heard she's really good in that. Yes. Uh, And then Jodie Foster for The Maritolonian, whatever. Yeah, Um, part of me, that was the only thing about that movie that I thought would get nominated, was her. hmm, Okay. Amanda Seyfried for Mank and Helena Zengel for News of the World. That shocked me. That shocked me. I did not see her getting in, but um, okay. She's really uh, good at it, but yeah. Ellen Burstyn and uh, Yu Jun Yoon. I hope I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. it. Both of those. Wow, Minari and and um, and uh, pieces of a woman. Neither. Oh, that was it. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Agreed. Uh, both of those would have been really good winners. Uh, then. Uh, I mean, I would love to have seen a movie hardly anybody saw, so I wasn't surprised, but I loved Catherine Denevue in a movie called The Truth, and I thought that Julie Binoche was also really good in it, but it wasn't on any streamers or got any campaigns, but it's a director, Hirokazu Korida, and all of, I haven't seen a movie of his that I haven't loved. He's such a great director. And he's, all his movies have really high scores on Rotten Tomatoes, Wow. But so they're loved, but for some reason he just never has gotten that kind of like prestige director mm. kind of status. Uh, and hopefully now that people are kind of, I think with parasites and uh, everything, I think people are diving into foreign films a little more. People will check out Hirokazu Korde because his movies are so good. I uh, did one called Shoplifters a few years ago. I don't know if you. Yes, like, that's so. That's the director. Oh. Yeah. That- very good movie, Rachel. Right? It's yeah. so good. And so the truth is his first movie in that's not in Japanese and not set in Japan. Huh. So it's that's set cool. in, in France. So okay. people, should che- cool. people should check it out. It's really good. Okay. Uh, so uh, then we have Best Supporting Actor, Motion Picture. We have Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen for Travis Chicago 7. So double. Who would have thought? That Borat himself would be a double nominee. <laughs> well deserved. He's great. He is really good in that. Uh, okay, then Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, definitely so deserved. Supporting yeah. isn't really supporting. I don't think so, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then Jared Leto for the Little Things. <laughs> I just laugh. It's so ridiculous. I, I tweeted it and somebody was like, man, why are you hating on Jared Leto? It's like, I am not. I think he's genuinely, I mean, we've seen him win an Oscar before. This is not the movie. This is not the, I'm sorry. It's not the movie. It's not the perform. No. What? Like, even in that movie, it's not the movie. It's not the no. best performance if you were going to award. But WB worked really hard for that nomination. <laughs> That's the only explanation. Okay. Uh, that I can think of. I mean, what? <laughs> I what? mean, you, Again, there's what? so many. You could have nominated Johnny Flynn for Emma. I mean, I just as one know. example. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Okay, so best director, motion picture, Emerald Fennell, Promising Young Woman, which I think is very exciting because I think it is a very strong debut. I do too. Yeah. Uh, David Fincher for Mink, Regina King, One Night in Miami. I mean, talk about a ton of best supporting actors you could have nominated from that. Yeah, seriously. Are you kidding me? Aaron Sorkin, Trial of the Chicago 7, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Yeah. Three women. That's kind of exciting. Love that. And, you know, I think well-deserved. There's not one. I expected maybe um, Spike Lee, four to five bloods, but Mm -hmm. um, I am not upset with that at all. And honestly, you know, you could see – you could see all five of those for the Oscar nomination. You really could. So I'm happy. Mm-hmm. With it. Uh, yeah, I thought he was John. bad. We agree. Preach we, it, John. <laughs> yes. Okay. So best screenplay, motion picture, uh, Emerald Fennell, promising, promising young woman, Jack Fincher for Make, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron Storkin, Trial of the Chicago Seven. Uh, Christopher Hampton and Florian Zeller for The Father and Chloe yeah. Zhao for Nomadland. Good category. Yeah, yeah, I think that a lot of those are expected almost. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Best Picture Animated. It's this made me very excited, of course, because I love animation. Crude's A New Age, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. And I think yeah. that Onward is probably my surprise there. Okay. Mine's uh, probably The Crude's. To be honest with you, yeah, I can see it. I mean, I I enjoyed it, but it wouldn't be like I I would definitely nominate Sean the Sheep for Armageddon over, over either of those, yeah. uh, either over either Onward or mm. uh, or the Crudes. And I think that the I would be surprised if the Oscars went with this lineup. They tend to love Ardman and they tend to love stop motion. So I would be surprised if they don't nominate Farmageddon at the Oscars. Yeah, me too. But um, but I liked Onward. I I know it's not the same as Soul, but I still enjoyed it. I did too. And um, I mean, I would love for the Oscars to be more accepting of anime. I mean, you have some pretty strong films like Lupin the Third, the First, which had incredible animation, and. That. It uh, was really beautiful. Uh, there was also, I mean, it doesn't have a chance, but I loved the My Hero Academia Heroes Rising movie. That mm. was so good. And I think they, they do a good job in the My Hero Academia movies of, of making them palatable to non-watchers of the series because yeah. they have a little, at the very beginning, a little kind of fill you in kind of a thing, yeah. which helps you get up to pace and gets you, you, you. So I think they do a great job with those movies. And I thought this uh, one was really good, but they're never going to nominate something like that. What but, would they consider weathering with you? I put it on my 2020 list because it got the wide mm-hmm. release in 2020. Would that be, I know it was released earlier uh, in other countries. Cause I thought weathering with you mm-hmm. hey, was really, really good. Like better than crudes for sure. Yeah, definitely better than Crudes. I yeah, I don't know what the cutoff is for for the Golden Globes. I think the weathering was on the 2020 Oscars list. Okay. Submissions. Okay. okay. Um, that makes sense. And uh, so and uh, but uh, yeah, I mean it's definitely better anyway. So it's an interesting mm-hmm. list, and I mean I I think the Wolfwalkers should win. 
I think that Soul will win, but Wolf Walkers is my favorite movie of the year. So, Soul Soul is my choice, but uh, Wolf Walkers was my choice until the second I saw Soul. I just think both movies are top tier of last year. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wish that Tom Moore could be recognized because Mm. he's made three incredible movies in a row. And I mean, yeah. an Oscar nomination is recognition, but I don't know. I just think he's done. He's an incredible director yes. and, and cartoon saloon. They, they are just, they've had four for four just of their studio. All four of the movies they've released have been really great. So mm. they're, yeah. they're really good. I said that I would put, I think the four movies from cartoon saloon over the first four movies from Pixar wow yeah yeah that's first, my so first four back. one that'd be so. bug's life toys oh, man that's tough i don't know bug's life <laughs> yes too. i don't know i can't yeah. i can't oh, if i can go with <laughs> toy story i can't do that but i love those four movies i mean the weakest is the breadwinner and that's saying something because that's a good film it's really good yeah anyway so best picture foreign language we have another round uh, La Lorana Lorena, yeah. uh, the life ahead. I have not heard of that. Have you heard of that? Uh, I've I've actually gotten a lot of Netflix push for it, so I, oh, I did okay. expect it. It was okay. Didn't love it. I'll say that. Here's a good question. I wonder how different the nominees would look like if so many movies weren't delayed due to COVID. Yeah, that's yep. the million dollar question there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, completely. In fairness, most of the movies that got delayed are more like blockbuster types that aren't typically yeah. going to get a lot of Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. So, or Golden Globes, whatever. Um, and so it might not be as different as you think. Yeah. But I'm sure it would be different. Something like West Side Story would probably, I mean, would certainly be for musical or In the Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's certain things that would definitely be different. I agree. Okay, so uh, yeah, and then Minari and Two of Us, which I also hadn't heard of. No, I, I got a screener for that. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, again, I, just the Minari thing was very confusing for me. Um, yeah. yeah, It's not a foreign film. It's filmed here yeah. in the United States. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Another round is probably my favorite, but another round of Minari are both top tier of last year. So, But yeah, Minari, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Best score, motion picture. We have The Midnight Sky, Alexander Desplat. Uh, t- we have Tenet, Ludwig Goransson, and only nomination for Tenet, which I'm not a big Tenet fan, so that kind of made me happy, to be honest. I enjoyed it, but it is not a movie that, and it's funny because Warner Brothers didn't even push it for best picture. I didn't get a screener for it, but I got one for Wonder Woman, The Way Back, and all the other ones. So, interesting. Yeah, good point. Maybe Dune would have been, and that's a good point. Rachel, you and I disagree on Dune, but I'll tell you what, (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) I have an open mind. I just didn't like the book. Um, Okay, Uh, James Newton Howard, News of the World. Did you read Dune, by the way? Are you reading it? I'm I'm literally right over halfway. uh, Ah. And I'll tell you this. I like it a lot more than that movie in the 80s. (laughs) Boy, boy, that was a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so then we have mank atticus ross trent reznor and uh we have soul john batiste atticus ross trent reznor and i think that soul is by far I the best of these in my I opinion 
Okay. Best song for motion picture. We have Judas and the Black Messiah, Fight for You, Trial of the Chicago 7, Hear My Voice, Life Ahead, uh, The Low Seas Scene, Uh, One Night in Miami, Speak Now, in United States versus Billie Holiday, The Tigress, and Tweed. I'm surprised the, uh, uh, the Defy Bloods, wasn't that John Legend? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's again, what do they have against the five bloods? Yeah. That is wow. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, best. Now we're getting into the series, so you're okay. gonna have to help me on this. Okay, <laughs> best drama series. We have The Crown, we have Lovecraft Country, have The Mandalorian, Ozark, and mm. Ratchet. And Ratchet seemed to be the big surprise when I was hearing on Twitter. I've only seen the Mandalorian of these. I saw like two seasons of The Crown, but it, I'm too busy in December. It's <laughs> interesting. Did you say The Queen's Gambit? No, that comes up later. Okay. Okay. So that one, because I, I, I limited series. So that's a limited is, series. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the the Ratchet is the one that I just you know it wasn't the worst, but I did not respond to that show. I was very shocked that it got in. Yeah. yeah. And this is a good point over the moon. Had a really yes, good song. It did. I, I love that song. Yeah. Yeah. And Minari was great. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. true. All right. Uh, so best musical comedy series. We have Emily in Paris, the flight attendant, the great Schitt's Creek and Ted Lasso. And I have only watched Emily the Emily Paris on this list. I, that's, that's actually the one that I I you know so I enjoyed Emily in Paris, but I would not. I don't know. I just it didn't strike me as a movie that would make this list. So that was very interesting. I'll tell you what though, uh, Ted Lasso. Have you seen that, Rachel? No, but I've heard my friend Jen told me got to see it. She really oh liked gosh. it. I I was late to the party, but I'll tell you what, it is a great great show. Yeah, uh, I've seen a couple episodes of Shit's Creek. Enjoyed it. I just haven't had time. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I heard good things about the flight attendant and the great. I just I haven't. Uh, they don't look like they're for me. But it's just yeah. a shame that if you're gonna Emily in Paris, if you're gonna do a like a that kind of style, and they just feel like there were so many better. Like, yeah. what would be? Why would there be a problem in nominating like the Babysitters Club or I don't know? I mean, that was definitely better. Where does does Bridgerton come Bridgerton? in? Bridgerton. Yeah, where was that? Over Emily in Paris? 100%. Right, agreed. Okay, so then best television motion picture. This includes limited series. So this is Normal People, which I haven't heard of, uh, Queen's Gambit, Mm. Small Axe, The Undoing, and Unorthodox. Yeah, I love Unorthodox, love Queen's Gambit, um, and the Small Axe anthology. Yeah, I I could definitely see that. Those were... Um, I've only watched two. You've heard of normal people? Yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. I didn't see it, but it was the Hulu. Maybe it was Amazon. I think it was the Hulu series that literally everybody was telling me to watch that it was great. So I heard it was great, but I haven't watched it yet, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, Yeah. Two Ted Lasso is funny. Watched it on because of Austin's recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Okay, uh, let's whiz through these last ones. Okay, so best actress uh, we have, this is in television most picture, we have Kate Blanchett, Mrs. America, Daisy Ed- mm-hmm. Edgar-Jones, Normal People, Shira Haas, Unorthodox, Cole Kidman, The Undoing, and Anya Taylor-Joy, The Queen's Gambit. 
You feel like those are pretty fair? Shira Haas, Anya Taylor-Joy, overwhelmed that they are getting so much love. That just Shira Haas has a scene, uh, Rachel, from last year that broke my heart in its entirety, and she deserves the win based off of that, but I would not be shocked if Anya Taylor-Joy wins for Queen's Gambit. Mm -hmm. Okay, Best Actor, Television Motion Picture. We have Brian Cranston, Your Honor, Jeff Daniels, The Comey Rule, uh, Hugh Grant, The Undoing, Ethan Hawke, Good Lord Bird. Yeah. And uh, Rock Ruffalo, I know this much is true. Yes. Ruffalo is the one that I really wanted to see in there. The Good Lord Bird, I've heard great things about with Hawke. Um, nothing too huge in terms of a snub. I'll probably be rooting for Ruffalo there, but um, I think they're all really good. I haven't seen Brian Cranston's show either. So I haven't even heard. I mean, I think I heard of the undoing. I haven't seen any of these. Um, mm. Okay. Best television actress have Olivia Coleman for the crown, Jodie Comer for killing Eve, mm. Emma Corrin for the crown, Laura Linney. And they said Lindley. Did you like that? <laughs> So there are a couple pronunciations in there. I was just like, <laughs> no, my, that's not it. But I can't say anything. Forever. You don't need no Lara Linney. I mean, come on. Uh, Ozark, yeah. Sarah Paulson, Ratchet. I mean, I'm glad to see Lara Linney getting good Linny. parts again because there was a rough period where she was like in that Ninja Turtle movie and stuff like that. I'm like, what is happening <laughs> to your yeah. career? Yeah. Uh, okay. Best television actor drama series. We have Jason Bateman, Josh O'Connor. Mm. For Jason Bateman for Ozark, Josh O'Connor for The Crown, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Al Pacino yes. for Hunters, and Matthew Reese for Perry Mason. Yeah, Al Pacino for Hunters. Uh, yeah, man, that is that's random. I'll tell you what, I love Pacino, but that is very very random. Uh, yeah, that's a good category. Otherwise, I think a lot of those have a good shot at winning. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it's Pacino, you give him a nom. <laughs> If he's if he's not an Adam Sandler movie, oh, yeah. um, this is this year of Anya Taylor Joy. Queen's Gambit was phenomenon. So, mm. okay, best television actress we have Lily Collins, Emily in Paris, Kaylee Cuoco, The Flight Attendant, Al Fanning, The Great, Jane Levy, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and Catherine O'Hara's Shit's Creek. That is O'Hara's to lose. She is one high. I think she's one hundred percent going to take that home. I can't stop singing Dunkachinos in my head because you mentioned the Adam Sandler movie. So thank you, Rachel, for that. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I haven't been keeping track, but it seems like Zoe's Extraordinary Place is the first network nomination. You might be right. I, I haven't watched all of these show, streaming shows. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Best television actor, musical comedy series, Don Cheadle, Black Monday, Nicholas Holt, The Great, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, and Rami Youssef for Rami. Mm, yeah, the, the the last three, um, I'd say Schitt's Creek is going to take it again, but Ted Lasso, I love seeing Sudeikis. This is the role, man. This is the role I've been waiting on him to get for a long time, and to see him get in for Ted Lasso is, if the Golden Globes did anything, they gave respect to Ted Lasso, which I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Best Supporting Actress Television, Jillian Anderson for The Crown, Helena Bonham Carter, The Crown, Julia Garner, Ozark, Annie Murphy, Schitt's Creek, Cynthia Nixon, Ratched. So, mm. Ratched. A lot go. of love for Ratched. Yeah, Crown, too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Best Supporting Actor Television, we have John Boyega, Small Axe, Brendan Gleeson, The uh, Comedy Rule. 
Daniel Levy, Schitt's Creek, Jim Parsons for Hollywood, and Donald Sutherland for The Undoing. Yeah, that, that's um, yeah, I the the Parsons one not completely. I I probably expected all of these to be honest with you. They weren't all in my top five, but I expected all of them had a shot to get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, all shows I have not seen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so then we have the last thing. We have the Cecil B. DeMille Award going to Jane Fonda and the Carol Burnett Award to Norman Lear. So there oh, we go. Okay. So see. that is our Golden Globes. And uh, so congratulations to the team behind the prom. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably my biggest surprise, even though I probably yeah. shouldn't have been. I was just kind of like, what? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, there you go. That's uh, what the Hor- the Hollywood Foreign Press, which is like, I guess, a very small group. I think it's like 60 people that vote on these awards. What are the that's odds that Jared Leto gets nominated for Morbius next year? What are the odds? I mean- <laughs> Because at this point, it feels like a lock. You know? <laughs> I just, it feels like a lock to me, Rachel. <laughs> I mean, why not? I'm going why out not? on a limb. <laughs> I seem to be big fans of Jared Leto. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, and I guess co stars made it out alive without being harassed. So yes. give right. them a award for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so everyone give this video a thumbs up. Great job, yes. Rachel Austin. Uh, thank you so much for your great comments. And we really appreciate it. Uh, so there we go. That is our thoughts on the Golden Globes. I was just like, this is so bonkers. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> but congratulations to all the winners. I mean, all the nominees. And uh, and we we are just be glad that we got so much entertainment that we got in 2020 so there we go and hopefully the actual award show will be more exciting i think it's gonna be amy poehler and tina fey again so that'll be fun oh yeah that'll be great i didn't wow i didn't know i I guess i did know that but i completely forgot but yeah that is going to be an exciting and hopefully hilarious show we'll see how the quarantine aspect that how they do it but i think it'll be a good show So we are going to be doing some coverage of Sundance over on Austin's channel. So you'll want to check that out. And Austin, where can people follow you? Yeah, yeah. You guys can find me, Austin Burke, on YouTube, at The Burkinator on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm doing uh, Letterboxd all the time, watching movies. So find me at my house. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me here at Rachel's Reviews all over the place. And, uh, and make sure you also are following the Hallmarkies podcast. We had our podcast awards this week. And we yeah. got... Lacey Chabert to come on and accept her awards. That was That's cool. Huge. That's cool. Yeah. That's really <laughs> it was cool. Totally fetch, and I was so excited about it. <laughs> so make sure you check it out. It's really fun. And uh, we do interviews and all kinds of coverage over there. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for all of the comments in the chat. Really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye. <laughs>